everyone. Hope you're having a beautiful day. And I am excited to share this bonus audio called The Five Ways to Take the Stress Out of Healthy Eating. So during this eight-week program, we've been specifically honing in on our mind and emotions in our relationship with food and with our emotions with exercise and, and working with the mind-emotion piece of it. And I'm excited in this audio to, to hone in on the practical side of food, especially if you're trying to heal from uh, an unhealthy relationship with food or you're, you're really wanting to, to take care of your body, but you're not wanting to go back to that old, obsessive, restrictive, stressful relationship with food. So this audio is is shifting gears to talk more about these practical things that you can do to take the stress out of eating healthily, um, but with still the 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 basic foundation of of kindness and love towards yourself and. Um, because you know, there's just so much going on in the world where we're, we're beating our, ourselves up, we're restricting, we're, we're depriving, and that is the association that so many people have with eating healthily. And I love to turn it on its head. If you know me well, you know that I love to to say you can have it all. You know, when it comes to food, healthy food, and flavor, and yumminess, and satisfaction. You don't have to choose between a healthy lifestyle and enjoyment and fun. And so we're going to get into that a little bit today, and uh, I'm excited to just unpack this a little bit. And these ideas that I'm going to share with you are just things that I've learned over the years that have helped me as I was overcoming my own you know, unhealthy relationship with food. And as I was really wanting to find something that was sustainable over time that I could feel good about in uh, in my relationship with food and, and in healthy eating. So um, I, th- I think that it's a really important conversation to have. So, you know, as you have questions, you know, those of you in the program, feel free to voxer me and... Um, and if you if you need more, I want to hear from you so that I can support you in the best way possible. All right, so let's just dive in and get really practical here. Number one way to take the stress out of healthy eating is to focus on adding rather than depriving. And in this culture, so many people think of deprivation when they think about healthier eating. They think about all the things that they can't have rather than what they can have. And that mindset of, I can't have this, and that mindset of deprivation, what it does is it, it signals your subconscious mind that um, you're almost punishing it. It's almost um, like you've done something wrong. And what the subconscious mind will do in that case is it will push back. And remember, your subconscious mind is that 95% of your mind, and it stores emotions, memories, self-beliefs. It's also your whole involuntary, the whole involuntary system of your body. And so if your whole subconscious mind is pushing back against you because it's feeling all that like stress and that, um, maybe that self punishment, um, or even a sense of, of fear that, that it won't get enough, like deprivation, it's going to push back against you. And of course, you know, guess who's going to win your conscious mind is like, Oh yeah, I should, I should eat healthier. Or your subconscious mind, that's, you know, your 95%. And the conscious mind's only about 5 to 15% of the mind. And so 
really, really important that we learn how to uh, work with our subconscious mind for best results. So one of the ways to do that is to put your mind's attention on adding rather than depriving. Okay, so what does that look like? So I'll give an example of myself. You know, recently we just finished up uh, Christmas and New Year's and all of the holiday fun and, and the gatherings. And, you know, I have a very large family. And so we're getting together and we're doing fun things. And, and, uh, I would say that I was, I stayed very healthy during the holidays. Uh, but there is still a little bit of a getting a little bit more back on track and, and less of a, a holiday, you know, flair to everything. And so what I did is I just turned my attention. Well, first I noticed a little resistance to, to um, getting a little bit more back on track where I'd been just slightly off. And I noticed this little resistance. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to focus in on adding. What can I add? So I decided I'm going to make about 32 ounces of fresh green juice, which for me, that looks like uh, about a a head of romaine, uh, about five or six stalks of celery, a whole lemon and about half of a green apple. And that's juiced in a cold press juicer. And I just drink it on an empty stomach. And I just decided, you know, I'm not going to be strict with myself or rigid. I'm just going to juice this in the morning and then just make sure that I drink it some point during the day, you know, on an empty stomach. I'll just find a time during the day and drink it. And um, so I'm not going to get rigid. I just need to make sure I get this really awesome, life-giving, high-vibing, amazing green juice in my body somewhere in there. And then I focused in on making sure that I had a big salad uh, that was that was a, a huge one that I could eat over the course of a couple of days. So that you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pull out all the salad stuff and the cutting board, and I'm gonna chop it all up that I make a big enough one that it will last me over a couple of days. And I just focused in on adding all of those really healthy raw foods into my diet, making sure I'm just getting a lot. And, you know, when you have a a big uh, salad already prepared for you, it's very easy to just go to the fridge and pull it out and just start eating it. And, um, and I'll talk more about that in, in the latter part of this audio, but focusing in on adding just asking yourself, what can I add? Not what do I need to take out? But if you focus on adding, what it does eventually is it crowds out the stuff that you don't want. And, or it it also helps balance out any toxins that you might be putting in or any processed food that you might be putting in your body. Don't worry too hard about that. Just focus in on what is the, the kindest thing that I can do for myself in this moment. And um, that mindset is very compassionate. It's very positive. It's very life-giving. And it's very supportive, I think, um, of, of the healthy changes that you want to make. All right, key number two. And I love this one. And every time I give a workshop or uh, a talk, I find that people have the most aha moments um, based on this key. And it sounds so simple, but it's so important. And it's don't deprive, replace. This is similar to key number one, but it's a little bit different in that if there's a food that you really love, you know, let's say it's uh, your morning coffee, or let's say it's chocolate chip cookies, or it's ice cream, or it's chips and salsa. Remember, you don't have to let go of that food necessarily. What you want to do is upgrade it to a more 
uh, whole, maybe organic, less processed, healthier version of what it is that you're eating. So there are so many wonderful trades out that, that are available now, and uh, you really can have it all. You just have to figure out how to do it. So I have a whole list in my um, my ebook and intuitive eating guide slash cookbook that I uh, have available on my website that talks about the different trades that you can make. But let me just give you a few of these. It's so simple. So let's say you love ice cream. You can't imagine letting go of ice cream. Here's the thing. You don't have to. You just want to make sure that there is a version of it that's very congruent, meaning it's whole more whole foods. It's free of some of those main um, offenders, those main food offenders like gluten and sugar and dairy. You know, those are the top three that are really problematic. And then you have, you know, corn, you have caffeine, you have hydrogenated oils, you have conventional meats. Uh, some of these are the, the food offenders, but the main three are sugar, dairy, and gluten. And so if you can find, and it's really easy to find now, really healthy trades. You don't have to give up ice cream. You just you just get to to have it and it has less of a of a negative impact on your body. So when you focus on trading, it psychologically it does something to your brain where you're still really honoring what it is that you love, but you don't have to have it impact your body quite as harshly. So I love to do this. Um, I love to create recipes, of course. That's kind of my jam. I love to find ways of making something that is unhealthy, making it taste as close as possible to that unhealthy version and making it super healthy. So like just this morning, I was hanging out with my parents and my aunt and uncle, and I made peppermint mochas. And we that's what we had for just a, a fun little gathering together. And I used bulletproof coffee and I used a coconut creamer and I used a drop of peppermint oil, like from like an essential oil. I used raw cacao and we used a coconut whipped cream, a little bit of stevia, a little bit of coconut sugar. And it was amazing. So who needs Starbucks? Nothing against Starbucks, but who needs the Starbucks peppermint mocha when you can make your own amazing, healthy version? And uh, I would say that my aunt and uncle aren't necessarily health conscious, but they loved it. And because it tastes so whole, it tastes so real, and you know you're doing something good for your body, and it tastes good. So it's awesome. Don't deprive your place. Trade. So many awesome trades out there. Alrighty, key number three. This is especially important for those of you who are really all or none when it comes to food, like I'm on a diet or I'm off a diet, or I'm doing good or I'm doing bad. More the black and white thinkers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to encourage you to maybe open up your perspective to a different way of seeing things. And so key number three is scrap the all or none thinking. The reason this is so important is because the the idea of doing it right or doing it wrong is actually a little bit of a misnomer when it comes to health. Because think about it, it depends on what diet you're doing as to what's right or what's wrong. And that's a very... Uh, um, it's a messed up, innocence way of seeing things because what could be right for one person could be wrong for another person. It could be someone else's poison when it could be someone else's nourishment. And so um, we tend to be get in this black and white, rigid, all or none thinking when it comes to health and because we're, we're kind of programmed to do that. We're trained to do that. This is good. This is bad. But 
again, it depends on which diet that you are ascribing to. And, um, and so what I encourage you to do is to step back a little bit and to look at this from less of a right, wrong, good, bad, black, white, all or none sort of thinking to a more present moment awareness of what is my body saying to me right now that I need or what is the healthiest thing that I can do for myself in this moment. Because when we get out of that that real strong mental right, wrong, black, white, good, bad mentality, what we start to do is we can actually become more embodied, meaning we can actually start to ask our bodies, hey, like what, what do you want? What do you need? And you start to notice the sensations inside of your body when you eat certain foods and you start to notice like, oh, that food kind of works for me. Or you start to notice what the the signs are, the signals are that your body's giving you, and it becomes more of a relationship rather than a mental struggle. And uh, this is a concept that I could go on and on and talk about, but the the main thing we want to do is we want to go from the the all or none dieting, black and white thinking, and move into a, a deeper, more intuitive approach with our bodies, where it's more about a relationship, more about connecting with what's going on inside of our bodies and what signals our bodies giving us that it can lead us towards life can lead us towards more health rather than that harsh deprivation like I'm not listening to my body I'm just doing what the book says type of approach now there may be certain seasons of your life where you you don't have the capacity yet or you haven't given been given the tools yet to tune into your body and you don't really know how to speak its language because it has its own language. It has its own um, culture, so to speak. And so it's almost like moving to another country when you move from that black or white, all or none thinking into more of an embodied intuitive approach and and a relationship with your body. So if you haven't been able to do that just yet, don't beat yourself up, but just, you know, consider the possibility that maybe your body has been pushing back against you or maybe the struggle has been stronger because you're staying in a very heady, black or white, all or none type thinking and and you, what your body's asking for is more of a relationship. It's more of a moment by moment, you know, meal by meal even, tuning in and asking your body, hey, what do you need? What do you want? And... Um, if, and, and you'll notice that you feel drawn to this approach when you're ready. And, and if you're not ready, then sometimes uh, having some sort of structured diet or structured protocol can be really helpful. It can be a very good bridge. So definitely not to diminish the structured approaches. Um, just you, you'll start to notice it whenever you feel like the structured approaches aren't working for you anymore. That's whenever you, your body's asking for more of that relationship. All right, so that's number three. Scrap the all or none thinking and consider tuning into more of a relationship with your body. All right, number four is very practical. Keep it simple. Um, so, so with this concept, it's so important that we don't become overcomplicated, that we find ways to kind of hack uh, healthy eating. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people where I love to be a minimalist with food. I want minimal ingredients. Uh, with the minimal preparation time. And so I encourage you just keep, think in terms of just very, very simple foods. You know, as we become less, um, 
addicted to the processed foods, our taste buds literally will change where we can really appreciate the flavors of very simple foods. And I I had a client who recently said, you know, I'm shocked and I never imagined that this would happen, but my taste buds are actually changing. And I love just the simplicity of tasting like avocado with a little lemon juice like over, you know, mixed greens, or I can really taste the flavor of an apple and just love that. And um, I want the simplicity. I crave that cleanness and that simplicity. So that begins to happen more and more as our taste buds move away from all the complexity and the overprocessed, you know, mumble, jumble, you know, mess of all the processed foods. Uh, It doesn't have to be so complex. It can be very, very simple. So one of the ways that I do this, as I mentioned in the first key, was I love to batch prepare. So I'll make, you know, I'll, I'll cook once and eat two or three times so that when all of the the, the uh, preparation um, tools and ingredients are out that I'm making you know, it once and I'm, and I'm able to eat two or three times. So I love to kind of have a little time during the day where I make my green juice. While I'm making my green juice, I have roasted veggies in the oven and I'm making a big salad or I'm making some, I, I call them power balls. They're just a, a little combination of like hemp seeds and coconut and cacao nibs. And it's like a, a more hearty um, treat slash Mm, it's almost like a granola bar, but my own version of it. And I just do a quick batch prepare and that lasts me for a little while so that it makes it simple, makes it clean, makes it easy. And uh, so just in your mind, the the simpler that you can keep it, uh, the more that it'll be easy to, um, to focus on eating healthily, you won't have that dread when you go to the kitchen preparation. All right, so number five, I'm going to tell you about this, but I'm not going to go into an explanation because I have a video on my website that you can go to and I'll link it below. But uh, one of the most important things that you can do is have your short meal ritual. And a meal ritual is something that you do right before you eat or right be- before you prepare your food that will help you take the stress out of, of healthy eating. So Um, This is more of just a practice that you want to do right before you eat, right before you prepare your food um, that that helps bring your body to a place of peace. So um, this is a little different than some of the other ones, but it's just as important with the meal ritual. It it. All it is is a practice that you create that helps your whole nervous system calm down so that you're eating in a, in a state, in a, in a physiological state of rest so that your body can digest food, so you can actually enjoy what you're eating, so that you can tune in and notice what it is that you need uh, as far as what foods that you need. You can notice when you're hungry, when you're full. You Again, it's another way to create a relationship with your body. So the meal ritual video um, will be linked and you can watch the steps to having the meal ritual. It's very simple. Um, you can do it right before you eat. You can do it while you're preparing food. Some people love to do that because it's almost like as they're preparing their food, they're getting their body into this relaxed state rather than rushing around and being in that stressed, overstimulated state as they're preparing food. So that's another um, idea in when to do your meal ritual. And we do this at our retreats. I do this with my friends whenever we sit down to have a meal together. We do our meal ritual and, um, and it's lovely. So 
So that's it for now. Five ways to take the stress out of healthy eating. If you have questions, I'd love to hear from you and I'll speak to you again soon. Bye.